I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The game. Your boys are back on Twitch. Go find us, guys, at 929thegame on Twitch, and uh, you can check out the show. It's been a minute. But we're so happy to be back on where you can check us out and see what's going on live on the program. Mike had a great weekend. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my neighbor, Sue. I I talk about her all the time. She's like a sous chef. And Mm. we had a little celebration over at their house this weekend. But do you have the neighbor, and yes, I'm calling you out, Sue, that they don't necessarily drink a lot, but when they do have a few cocktails, it goes south pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in my neighborhood, yes. All right. Oh, yes. So we, we got over there, and uh, the pictures are up and put them up see Dukes because we had raclette, and it was, like, unbelievable, just mm. an unbelievable spread. And if you've never done that, meats and cheeses and all kind of different things as we were watching the games. And uh, apparently these Cosmos were being served. I don't know what they were, okay? but Well, there was, there was some vodka in it. We know that. Uh, yeah, there was yeah. something in it, and, and everybody had these these cocktails, and then they had little, like, ice cream so, so bear or so barred. I don't know. So, what, so, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Sherbet? Sorbet. <laughs> Sorbet. Okay. They had that inside of this drink. So, anyways, they're serving the drinks, and Sue has one, and Sue's like, yes, I want such and such to win, and she she's just ranting at this point. <laughs> Two, I want such and such to win. By her third mm. drink, Mike, Sue disappeared. And we're like... Where's Sue go? Sue's done all this preparation. She's cooked all these delicious desserts. Where's, where's right. Sue? Sue is upstairs. She is asleep. She's done for the night. It is over. She's finished. Three drinks in. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a party. It's over. If you cannot handle your alcohol, you have right. to know your stopping point. All right? right. She should have stopped after one. Know she, when to say when. She didn't know how much was uh, going to be too much. But I got to give her a shout out because she's an amazing cook. Um, and Sally and, and uh, their husbands as well. But I just, it was, it was funny, man, because she literally disappeared. And I was like, where's Sue? Right. Sue was <laughs> done. The game's on. We're still mm. having a good time. But she had three too many, so uh, it was that. That's that was her weekend, and right. I just wanted to bust her chops because she, we had a good time. Now that we're back on Twitch, by the way, Squid just brought in our tall boys. We got to have props. We got to promote the brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. make sure that's um, uh, Jason. Make sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are there two tall boys missing? Well, I think Squid finished them. <laughs> it's a. It was a four pack of tall boys. Oh, it was out of the shot. We'll have to elevate that. We'll work on that. We're gonna we're gonna set the set. Well, up we used here. to have it up, yeah. up in the middle here. I'll put it together. We'll get. Jason's doing a hell of a job. By the way, we we're off Twitch for a while. I know during COVID. And we had a great producer, and it took forever to replace him. And now we got a young man who's doing a great job. Went to the University of Georgia, by the way, and that's off to Jason. So if you watch us on Twitch, yeah. all the cool kids are on the Twitch. So check us out. No, I didn't drink those. I think those are the ones that Mike experimented with. Remember when he decided oh. to f- 
We were wondering the if, if they had they expired. These were the ones from the initial. Oh, run. those are the same ones. These are the ones that we should have had in club level at uh, Truist Park. Oh, you certain, mean we had at club level? Yes, but a certain evil radio station doesn't have any original ideas. Banned us from being uh, sold there. So anyway, I we, remember that. So this is the Tall Boys, which now if you really want to press our luck, these were going on three years old now. Yeah. What do you think? Later in the show, ice them up and see what happens. Can I be um, honest? Can I be honest though? Tall Boys tight. The tall boys make us look really good. The tall boy makes Carl and I look thinner, which yeah. I'm a big fan of. It's, <laughs> it's very crisp. It's a very thinning. It, it does. It also does. make you look taller. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, this was a limited production. It uh, went out back in uh, two years, right before COVID. So it was yeah, three that years was ago. three years. Yeah, I had I had one of those four packs. I took home like maybe uh, a couple months ago during the summer, right, right at the end of um, mm. summer, beginning of football season for the golf course. Right. Tasted fine to me. Yeah. All right. By the way, you, I was just thinking, nobody in my neighborhood really gets too zooted. <laughs> Good that sound was, of it. That, that was the sound of it. Yeah, it was. But, uh, you know, my neighbor, Martin. Martin. Yeah. His dad uh, is a great a great dude. Played tennis. OG. Stud. Old school guy. So he's the one sometimes when he's visiting Martin's house, he's like, I'm just going to walk the dog over to Mike and Becky's. And he just comes out and over and goes, what are you guys doing? Drinking. What are you drinking? So we're drinking. And then we get into it. He's the one who's like, you have any of that uh, that, uh, that Crown Royal apple? That's really tasty. So next thing you know, Martin's dad's telling stories from the 70s. And he played tennis, knew Arthur Ashe and all this stuff. Very cool. And it's, it, but then he won't leave. And then you got to call Martin. Martin, we can't get your father yeah, yeah, out of here. Get your dad. Come get your dad. Yeah. So that, to your point. Now that's not getting the lampshade, but at some point it's like it's one o'clock. I got. It's a school night. I, I want to. I want to get to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You're right. like I got to get up in the morning. Right. You got an afternoon show. <laughs> Uh, I got to get up for the dog. I mean, you start making excuses. Hey, man, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, we're going to hand out game balls, no balls, coming off the playoff weekend. Um, You can imagine that Dak Prescott is not getting a game ball. We'll get to that. But first, we got to get to an NFL. Blitz! Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. I do not know how this ankle injury is going to affect Patrick Mahomes. But trust me, it will. What makes Patrick Mahomes special is his ability to improvise. All the highlights you've pretty much ever seen with Patrick Mahomes is him outside of the pocket, creating extra time, stepping up in the pocket, Mike, delivering the ball 50, 60, 70 yards down the field, or maybe even 10 yards with a left-hand pass, which we've never seen. Is he going to be able to do that with a high ankle sprain, Mike? Mm. You've had one. Yes. I've had one. You've had one. You're listening. They hurt. Yeah, I mean, and by the way, he has access. And it was, I forget who was doing the play-by-play. He didn't want to say he's going to shoot it up at halftime. But, yeah, I mean, they, they shoot some stuff into it so you can alleviate some of that pain, a local. And then, you know, it's, it's more than just ice up an Advil. But you can see Patrick Holmes. How about when he – the thing which I thought was interesting, Carl, you think about moving around in the pocket. When you've got one of those quick handoffs, he's got to really move and sprint to get to the point where mm. you're handing the ball off. And even that was, a, was a, an effort and – He's not going to be 100%, and that's going to be the question. They are only a what? It's a one-and-a-half-point favorite are the Chiefs. I think this game might be a pick em by game time. I agree. And they're at home, and you're a, a one-and-a-half-point favorite? Bengals already beat him at home last year. So let me ask you this, because the turning point in that Chiefs game for me was when Chad Henney came in and let him down the field for a 98-yard drive. Great point. Do you trust Chad Henney if they have to go to him to beat the Bengals if you're a Chiefs fan. You know, it's interesting. He got no credit. I don't think uh, the, the weekend shows talked enough about that. That's a pressure-packed moment. What is he, 37 years old? Yes, he is. Former Yankee. Seemed like, again, former Michigan man. Seemed like he's been in the NFL forever. That's as clutch as it gets. That's a hell of a run. And then if you go back and you look, and, and by the way, uh, if you bet on this game, hand up. Oh, which one? Which one? 
Um, I had the Chiefs. Uh, oh, yeah. That field goal. Yeah. The worst of the worst yeah. in the backdoor coverage. Saturday was great. Sunday, not so much for yeah. me. I went one and two. I didn't get the over on the only thing I got last night was the 49ers. Got them in that. And that was a, you had to sweat that out, too. Yes, you did. But getting back to your point, I, I just don't think you can trust Patrick Holmes to be the same. And if you go and you look this year, remember, guys, the Bengals went in there last year. And they beat them in the NFC, in the AFC Championship, I should say. And Cincinnati certainly, i got to be honest, Carl, they, they don't fear the Chiefs. No. I mean, th- these guys know how to play on the road. And they beat the Chiefs 27-24 uh, this year at home. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I like, think Joe Burrow's going back to the Super Bowl. I, I like Bowl. the Bengals. I'm telling you right I'm now. I'm with you. I, I like the Bengals. I mean, look, it's going to be one of the grittiest, gutsiest, or any adjective you want about Patrick Mahomes. And, look, Kelsey's – I tell you this. Either way, we're not going to get cheated in the Super Bowl because either one, these are rootable players. Joe Burrow's a badass. Mahomes you root for. I love Kelsey. Who doesn't like Kelsey? Yeah. A lot, a lot of rootable play, uh, people in this one. Um, Lou Anarumo is the defensive coordinator for the Bengals. You may not know who he is, but you will. And he's the reason why I'm picking the Bengals, Mike, on Monday. Think about what they did to Josh Allen yesterday. And they already beat the Chiefs, as Mike pointed out. Mm -hmm. He has done an amazing job of taking the best things away in these big games from teams that want to go to their best players. And they did it yesterday. And Josh Allen is no scrub. So if Mahomes is not 100%, you still have to deal with a scheme that he's had issues with. And I I just think you got to be 100% in these games, man, to really affect the game. I know he's a stud. He's going to be out there. But I think that is the biggest question Heading into mm. Sunday's matchups, bar none. 49ers and Eagles, I'm just going to sit back with my popcorn and watch. You're going to see some pads popping, Mike, defensively. These defenses, this might be a 19, 13, 13, 10 kind of mm. game. With these defenses? I just think, you know, the the Eagles, th- this team, and i, I got to be honest with you, we said it earlier if you missed the start of the show, Daniel Jones kind of really popped last week. It's a great building year for the Giants under Brian Dable. I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones. But the Eagles, they're light years ahead. Giants got to get a lot of work done to beat. Just like the Falcons got a lot of get work done to beat at that level. The defensive line for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts making great decisions. I mean, there were some big-time catches. Devontae Smith, how about what? I mean, A.J. Brown was relatively quiet, quiet. in this game, to yeah. be honest. No, he was. And, and they, it was a beatdown. So, uh, the Eagles, to me, have the most talented roster in the league. Uh, I talked about it, Mike, over the weekend on the national show, and I broke mm. down all the things Howie Roseman, their GM, has done. And we're going back three years, actually four years, and he's built the juggernaut. And then what put him over the top was the trade for A.J. Brown, you know, and, and the guts to draft a guy like uh, like Jalen Hurts. Christian mm. McCaffrey's also listed his day-to-day, guys. He's got a, a calf contusion. It's just not as serious as the Mahomes thing. They had him wrapped up using one of those things to give you like the electronic stimulation during uh, any time he was on the sideline. So he, he's tough as nails. And again, nobody's nobody's 100% at this stage of the season, save for maybe Joe Burrow. <laughs> By the way, Chase, how about that combination? You never want to get off ahead of your skis on this one, right in front of your skis. But it's almost like the modern day vibe when you had with Montana and Rice as far as the athleticism and the yeah. ability and the way these guys can connect in the big moments. Yeah. Andy Reid saying Mahomes is okay and his mindset is he'll play. Of course. Yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, I just don't know how effective he's going to be. Again, It's the have- nagging injury. It's just one of those, yeah. in the NBA, it puts you out for at least two weeks. In the NFL, you're going to play, but it's just you're not as effective. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. All right, jobs, opening, um, and no more jobs have opened. I'm just talking about the ones that are open. We mentioned Sean Payton's going to interview Thursday for the Cardinals job. 
Um, the Dolphins are planning on talking about uh, their defensive coordinator job, which is mm-hmm. open. So they're going to be interviewing a lot of people. We still have not made a decision on our defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. okay, which means we'll probably have more interviews. And, oh, by the way, you know, next week we got the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. So, you know, most of our staff is going to be down there. Mike, I don't know when this decision is going to be made. Are they going to wait till after the – the Super Bowl? I mean, who are you stealing? I mean, D'Amico Ryans is going probably directly to head coach. That's not like he's going to make a lateral move anyway. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about – I like Brian Flores. The more I think about it, Flores – I got no problem with Fangio. I think Chuck Smith said he'd prefer a younger guy. As long as you've got a guy that these guys can relate to and the bottom line is the scheme is sound. But the first things first, you know, you got to give you tap your, tip your cap to Dean Pease because he made lemonade out of some of the lemons. Let's be real. You've got to improve the talent no matter who the D.C. is coming in here. No doubt. And apparently Sean Payton is going to meet with the Broncos later this week as well. I mean, he's just all over the place. But we're not hiring Sean Payton. We know that he's going to be a head coach. We do need to fill this defensive coordinator's job. And to Mike's point, it's like a merry-go-round right now. You're just kind of filling everybody Mm -hmm. out. But I do think, Mike, if you like a guy, hire him. If you wait, the guy you really want or you really like may not be there. And that's why Mm -hmm. I don't want to wait two more weeks if you feel like all right, he fits what we want to do. Let's go ahead and make the hire. That's where I'm at. The other thing going down is uh, the Rams, uh, Albert Breer of SI.com reporting that uh, Mike LaFleur, who uh, just recently of the Jets, Jets, younger brother of Matt, uh, will be working potentially with the Rams. Apparently he's going to get a shot at that. Um, if he does get hired by the uh, Rams, that's the job that his brother uh, Matt held during the 17th. Remember, Matt was the quarterback's coach here with the Falcons, went over to the Rams and Tennessee, then became head coach at Green Bay. All right. Um, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We've been talking about these games. We'll continue to talk about them. If you have a thought or two, we'd love to hear from you. Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Them Up. See Dukes and this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Chris, let's get a poll up. I want to know what our listeners think about who was the most and looked the most dominant and who do you fear if you had to play them this weekend? Is it the Bengals? Is it the Eagles? Is it the 49ers? Hmm. What team, if you had to play them going into this weekend, that you'd be like, oh, crap, right. because – they're all good. They wouldn't be here if they weren't. But what's the one team that you go, man, that, that it, I don't want to play those guys? I just think the Bengals have got a role. And they, they proved they were the road warriors last year. They won. They had the one game you know, at home against the Raiders, and they won in Nashville. They won in Kansas City. So they know what to do. They've been there. Their offensive line is also banged up. But we said that even as banged up as they were, out physical Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo, this was Buffalo's year to lose it. And it was. And they did. Yep. And Josh Allen's got to be doing some soul searching because he missed some moments, man. He nearly gave it to the Dolphins, and he sure had did. some moments where he didn't look as sharp in this divisional round. And speaking of which, the comments, and we'll play this a little bit later in the show, but Joe Brady, I'm sorry, I should say uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow saying, yeah, man, about, sorry, we got to go get refunds down in Atlanta. The neutral site thing, I heard them talking about it on CBS. I think Peter King wrote about it in Monday Morning Quarterback. There's no reason to put games in a neutral site for the conference championships. It defeats the purpose of working your butt off to be the number one seed in the first place, it doesn't does. it? No, it does. This is a once, maybe in a lifetime kind of situation, Mike. I don't know if we'll ever But they sold again. so many tickets, the NFL sees the dollars. That's yeah. the problem. Well, yeah, but but even then, this wouldn't have happened without the DeMar Hamlin injury. Right. But again, doesn't matter how we got there, NFL sees green. And I think that's the stupidest thing in the whole wide world. Let's let's turn everything into a corporate event. No, come on, man. You you earned home field. Some of these places, especially in cold weather, you have the advantage against the opponent. That's what it's about. All right. Poll question is up. And I'm not leaving out the Chiefs purposely. But I don't fear the Chiefs without 100% Patrick Mahomes as much as I do with 100% Patrick Mahomes. That's just where I'm at. I, I would fear facing the 49ers defense or the Eagles defense more than facing the Chiefs. 
and that offensive juggernaut, but he's not 100%. All right, you guys can go vote. Dukes and Bell 929. Uh, who's looked at as the most dominant this weekend? Go check it out at Dukes and Bell. Do it each and every week. Football season is dwindling away. No! Don't leave me! The pain! The pain, Billy! I'm with you, brother. This is one of those times of year where, as we said, we're reminded all the things we don't have on our favorite football team. And yep. Needless to say, a lot of pundits said yes in Atlanta. Get screwed out of the playoffs again because of, the, obviously, the... Bengals winning in Buffalo, but I, I didn't think that was a great resolution anyway in the first place. As yeah. much as much fun as it may have been to go see that game. I agree, uh, and I would have tried to get tickets, but now, you know, we don't have to worry about that. And you heard Joe Burrow get the refunds um, because that game is now going to be played in Kansas City. Let's hand out a game ball. Um, I, I got to give a game ball to Chad Henney, man. Chad Henney came mm. in. They punt it, <laughs> put it on the two-yard line. They say go 98 yards, and oh, by the way, your starting quarterback's not in the game. And they did. It was the turning point for the Chiefs because if they don't score there, Mike, Jacksonville gets the ball back. It could have been a short field. I, I thought that could have been the turning point. Give me a game ball for Chad Henney stepping in for Patrick Mahomes. Game balls. It's special, man. He's in the playoffs. He doesn't get any reps during the week. I mean, he prepares himself to be able to go in for stuff like that. And then he got a 98-yard drive, backed up, playoff game against a great opponent. Yeah, it was huge. No doubt about it. Um, Mahomes does come back in, as you guys now know. If you watch – um, but was he as effective, Mike? I mean, I did throw the touch, but I'm just like, he's limping around the entire time once he came back. Yeah, into as the we game. said, even stuff ba- was not basic because you've kind of, you know, the way the, uh, the handoffs are made, you got to move and make sure that you get the ball to the running back. Even that was kind of labored at times. So, look, he'll get all the therapy, uh, but you just know that he'll be, you know, 70, you wanna, however you want to quantify it, 75% of Mahomes is still better than you know, 99% of the rest of the league. Let's give a no balls to Josh Allen. You failed again, Josh. And by the way, is it fair to say Burrow is better than Josh Allen? Can you say that? With their head-to-head meetings, what Burrow's um, been able to do, are you willing to say that? Yes, Thanks. I will say that. I think, I think John, we talked about it during the uh, middle of the season. There were a couple of times when Josh Allen started to wobble. Now, how could that have been maybe helped or there were some things that needed to get cleaned up that maybe Brian Dable would have done? That's why I went back to that when we talked about them earlier in the show. Dorsey, and not knocking Dorsey, but Dables. Look how he's done things with Daniel Jones this year, for instance. Yeah, I do think the offense is not as good as it was under Brian Dable. But, Josh Allen, you were at home. This was the opportunity to take the next step. No balls. No balls. I'm proud of our guys, how we handled situations throughout the year. You know, we could have made a lot of excuses throughout the year of what was going on, but guys continued to fight. You know, we, we wanted to win this one. We want to win them all. DeMar Hamlin was at the game. Um, it's snowing. You know, they show him in the suite, and he does the hard thing, and you can barely see him. It's, right. it's like one of those scenic things that you're like, is that him? Is it not him? Uh, there's no doubt that I think the Bills, Mike, were trying to use that as an emotional push. Right. They just got outplayed. They just out got physical. outplayed. I mean, that's, you and I said it last hour, out physical. The Bengals, when you think about how they were banged up, their offensive line, a lot was made. You, you and I talked about on Friday, two of the more starters were already out, and they had three guys they had to replace, and they just got a cook. And you talked about P. Ryan and Mixon. They were physical. And they're, and i got to be honest, that receiver core is amazing. We saw it firsthand when the Falcons got boat raced in the first quarter against Cincinnati. No doubt. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, let's give Nick Sirianni a game ball. Did you hear what he said about Jalen Hurts? Game ball. Game balls. Hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him comparing to his ability to be in on the field to a Michael Jordan type. Like this guy leads. He brings this calmness to the to the entire team. He plays great football. Um, he's tough as, 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 as they come. He compared him to Michael Jordan saying he gives you a calming effect on the field. 
And a lot of people over the weekend were saying, whoa, whoa, yeah. hold on, Nick. But that was his comparison. It's like having Michael Jordan out on the field. And he was basically saying, this is what he means to our team. Right. Look, I know immediately because the world we live in. Man, he's not Michael yes, he didn't say he was Michael Jordan, you nitwit. He said Michael Jordan, amongst everything else he did that was awesome, was to get everybody chill and everybody's head right. That's right. And that's what this dude does. And he's the leader. It's funny. You and I joke around about Bobby Bear tells a story about telling Jeff George, get to know your line and work out with him. Take him out to dinner. Make build a team. Jeff George is like, well, screw you, because that's what idiots like Jeff George do. Jalen Hurts is in there slapping iron, squatting weight. I mean, this guy's doing all the work. He's a leader on that team, and they are rallying around this dude. And now you see all the weapons, and I think it goes without saying. We got a big kick, and we laughed and had fun with Sirianni's opening press conference. But, hey, he's a goofy. He's a bit of a goofy guy, the way Barry Switzer was goofy. Or, you know, John Gruden can be goofy. But as long as those guys buy in, and then Howie Roseman, can we do – if we did 70% of what Roseman's done the last three years in the draft, look how that team is built, Carl. And they get the right, they make the right trades. So it's a really well-built machine. They flipped it over from Peterson. Remember that? You and I were like, what are they getting rid of Peterson Absolutely. for? They get rid of Carson Wentz, and they're right back potentially in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I played a couple of them at rock, paper, scissors. That bothered me. <laughs> but you know what? They're in the NFC Championship game. And here's the other part about this, Mike, when you talk about you know, uh, Nick Sirianni. I'll say this, and there's footage out there. You may or may not have seen this. Jags lose in Kansas City. Mm. And you talk about this relationship with quarterbacks and all this stuff. And I don't know what Desmond Ritter's doing. Maybe he's doing all this and he will do it in the offseason. My guess is he's this kind of guy. Right. Trevor Lawrence is in the tunnel. So, you know, he, he walks mm. through the tunnel and you don't see him anymore. So you think he's gone to the locker room. Lawrence turns around and he daps up every one of his teammates. Good year, good season. They're hugging him. They love him, Mike. They love right. him. And the point is he gets it. He understands, dude. We're good. We're, we're going to be all right. And he's dapping up every one of his teammates. And you're thinking, oh, Trevor Lawrence is putting his head down. He lost in Kansas City. No, he's in the tunnel loving on his dudes. There's something to be said about what you're talking about with Jalen Hurts and how he's looked at in that locker room. Now, I'm not trying to make a federal case out of this deal, but I did think the optics were bad when you saw it in the post game, And then there was stuff written about it today in the papers. Talking about Stephon Diggs. I'll give no balls to the wide receiver of the Buffalo Bills. No balls. All wide receivers want the ball. They all want the ball in big moments. And they're they're all open, by the way. Right. And there's nothing wrong with demanding the rock. But when you start waving your arms and basically showing up your quarterback as you're going down, because let's be honest, as you said, it was pretty much – it was – almost written in stone that they had control of this game. I just thought that, you know, Diggs, he really kind of acted immature and unprofessional, showing up his quarterback, screaming at him. And then because he's such a cool guy, Josh Allen doesn't take the bait from the media and says, look, Stephon Diggs is a true competitor, and that's his competitive spirit. And he could have been a jerk about it, but he wasn't. 1,400-yard dude, he's a player for you. He was emotional. But Allen showed he was the bigger guy in that situation, and I totally agree with you. Let's give a no balls to Dak Prescott, please. Two picks, Dak. No balls. No balls. All I can think about is right now in this game and how disappointed it is, how disappointed I am in my play, how disappointed I am for the guys in the locker room who played their who played their asses off and um, we weren't able to get it done. Yeah, not a good look for Dak. Uh, two, nearly three interceptions, as we said. But the big problem for them was, if you guys haven't been watching the NFL, Ezekiel Elliott has kind of been passed over as the number one back. And when they had the injury, I mean, it just – Oof. And then, by the way, I know, real quick, I know I'm going all over the place on this game. What the hell was that final play of the game where you got Zeke as the shotgun center and the lineman spread off to the hash marks? It never that's, got off. That's your big special teams. That's your big Hail Mary move. They were gonna t- what the? 
most guys at least give me a regular formation. We'll try to do a button hook and try to do a couple of laterals. I mean, it's never going to work either way, but that was ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, I had no idea where they were going with this. But, again, they had some, you know, I can't use the word on the air. It ends with Mamie, all right? Some kind of right. Mamie thing that they were going to do. Right. You can say cockamamie in the proper context. Oh, well, I'd rather not. You just did, but I'd rather not. But with that said, I'm like, who's throwing it to who? How are you throwing it back? Right. I, I, it didn't get off. It didn't happen, but it was weird looking. Yeah, but the Pollard injury was a big turning point because it just seemed like uh, Kellen Moore didn't know how to pivot. No, At that point. No, he did not. It's Dukes and Bell of Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah, man, no man's on the way. we got a few more balls to hand out. Let's give one to Joe Burrow. What about the touchdown to Jamar Chase? He just puts it where it needs to be. Game ball. Game balls. T. Higgins out wide to the left. Shotgun snap. Short drop by Burrow. The pressure. Comes from the left. He throws oh, the middle. Baby. Caught at the Get in. Chase straight ahead nice. into the end zone. Nice. Touchdown on the opening drive for Cincinnati. A 28-yard throw. Yeah, man. I got up 14 down there. It looked like it was going to be lights out. That's when Buffalo switched from zone to man-to-man and at least got some breathing room, and they eventually made it look like it was going to be respectable. Yeah, no doubt. And by the way, the only time I really feel comfortable is saying Gamecocks. <laughs> you can say cockamamie idea. Well, uh... Get in. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Uh, Gamecocks. That's the only one I feel comfortable saying that one. Everyone says Joe Burrow is cocky. <laughs> okay, here we go. Is this the word association game we're playing well, no, now? I just can't, I can't imagine we've been cowed and not been able to use cocky in a sentence. Well, no, you can use cocky. You just can't say the other thing that you said twice now. Cockamamie is a phrase in common uh, usage. You can't say that. Can it's, you say that, Chris? Yes, like a harebrained scheme, a cockamamie you know, idea. You know I am Mr. Authorite with the dumb Authorite. button. Authorite! But you can say cockamamie. Okay. I I just want to be safe. (laughs) Hey, man, the other thing is that not only is Joe Burrow the baddest mother scratcher on the field during the game, (laughs) I showed Carl a video that uh, went viral. NFL memes put it out there, NFL.com. But it's Joe Burrow in warm-ups throwing like a 50-yard dime to Jamar Chase, and he spins, and he basically does like, Boom. I can't even replicate. Like with his fingers, like, yeah, I got this. So cool. Like, A-OK. It was so cool. I mean, in total control. Yeah. There's another video of him in the pregame warm-ups. He's walking out, and it went viral. There's a Buffalo uh, presumed copper sheriff's deputy in the tunnel. He goes, he's a cocky son of a gun, but, man, he's got some skills. He is. He is. Chase yeah. straight ahead nice. into the end zone. Nice. Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I love the color guy. Nice. <laughs> Uh, let's give out one more no balls, please. And that's going to go to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, Mm. great season. But affiliate you guys up. And I'm curious to see what the price tag is going to be for Daniel Jones. What are you willing to pay Daniel Jones to retain him? If not, guys, in March, he's a free agent. Mm. I don't know if you let him walk walk out of the building. But the Saquon Barkley thing to me is you keep Saquon. Running back money is not quarterback money. But with that said, Daniel Jones, no balls. No balls. We came along the way this year. We accomplished a lot, and uh, you know we got a special group of guys in that locker room, and it was a, a special thing to be a part of. So certainly not satisfied with where we are, but you know a lot of appreciation and, and respect for the guys in the locker room. I thought their game plan was a little bit cockamamie. <laughs> See, there you go. Oh, I said it. Don't be afraid to use it in a sentence. Oh well, Chris is giving me the okay now. So yeah, I mean- hey. Chris is the key- HR can't come after me now. Chris is the keeper of the dump button. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, well, let's not celebrate it, Frank. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, you just don't go. Just don't. You don't need to say it constantly. Like you know, just because you can say it doesn't mean you what? need to use it every other word. You guys say we can say it. I just want to be clear. Well, you just can't do the Howard Stern version of the whole routine. No, what? I blank a doodle doo. <laughs> yes. 
And you can't you say can. it, but you don't need to yes. use it in every sentence from the rest of the show. Well, who would do that? What? It'd be cockamamie to do that. Hey, See, that's what I'm talking it about. It is well documented that Joe Burrow is the cockiest son of a gun in the NFL, and that cocky SOB, Carl, could go all the way to the Super Bowl. He could. There's you no know what doubt. his favorite type of dog is, too. What's that? That would be a Cocker Spaniel. Oh, I, very good. You know what? I've heard that about Joe Burrow. He we'll likes those dogs. We'll give you more of 12-year-old radio coming up. Here yeah, because you guys are now. cutting in the most important segment on the show, Carl. This is fun. I don't know about you guys. By the way, will you show me how to prop this beer to get it in the shot? I tried 50 different angles. I, I cut you, you off. I cut me off. I see you over there working. I'll just hold it like I'm on the price is I, right. I told it's a, you. It's to Duke's ability. Well, come on Window in here. sill behind you. Come here, don't set designer. You do it. <laughs> coming up, yeah, man, no, man. It's Dukes and Bell. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Duke Jim Bell. Stop sending me synonyms for uh, the words we've been using on the air. Okay? Stop it. You guys are a mess. Coming up. Four o'clock, we're going to talk about some dog stuff that uh, some serious and then some not so serious. Uh, but, uh, Mike, this report that came out from the AJC, a lot of people talking about it, a lot of people looking at it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it ourselves and, and give you our thoughts about it um, in regards to the two young people who lost their lives. And they just kind of did some research, some videos out. We'll get into that coming up at four o'clock here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Also, more on the Hawks, guys. They take on the Bulls tonight. We'll dive back in. Bulls on the road. Tip is at 8 tonight, by the way. So 7.30 pregame. Tip is at 8. And for our Hawks, mm-hmm. by the way, DeJounte Murray's averaging 18 points over the last 10 games for our Hawks. He was good the other night. As a yes, he was. Fact. You know, Hunter even showed up. But we end-of-game situations. We'll get into mm-hmm. that. Right now, let's talk uh, to Bo Morgan. Yeah, man, no man. It's time for Yeah, man, no man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. 
Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo. Hope your weekend was great. Lots of fun football to watch. Next week, AFC, NFC Championship games. By the way, we'll have both games for you Sunday, starting at 2 o'clock with the pregame. And then, obviously, after game one, game two will follow. NFC is first, followed by the AFC. Right. And we'll have it for you here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Real quick, which game did you guys enjoy the most of the NFL playoffs? Ooh. Because Chris and I were discussing, and he enjoyed, I think, the uh, the Jaguars-Chiefs. But I like the Giant, uh, excuse me, the Niners-Cowboys game. I thought that was kind of an old-school playoff game, and we don't get a lot of those anymore. And so every right. once in a while, it's really fun to watch one of those. I love games in the snow. I love the visual. I love the way the lighting looks. Everything just looks so cool. I love the, the Bengals-Bills, although, unfortunately, Bills didn't do a handle there into the bargain. And then I was loving the Chiefs game until the Jaguars hit that field goal in a two-position game and killed my cover. Yes, they did. So good. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Two and one this weekend, by the way. I, I'm, I'm going to go Cowboys 49ers. I, for me, it's a, a little bit of nostalgia. You yeah. know, I talked right. about the mid-90s, Cowboys winning Super Bowls, 49ers winning their last Super Bowl. I, I just – it's one of those things like mm. there was a time period where you just knew these two teams were going to play – and they were both really good. Right. And, and it kind of took me back to that yesterday. Um, and the drama. Every play was magnified. And that's what made the McCarthy screw-up with the clock management so egregious because you still had a chance to maybe get a drive together, but you couldn't do it from your own five-yard line. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you, Bo. I'm going to go Cowboys 49ers. And, and by the way, you know, for everything that, you know, they get a lot of crap out there. Their stadium is not Mercedes-Benz. But when you see it from above and, and, and you see it, how it looks and the setting from inside of it, it looks really cool. I know you've been out there, but uh, and I'm talking to Bo. I know you've been out there, but I, I don't know. I, I thought it was just a, a cool thing to watch again. It felt, you said it, old school. It's a nice facility unless you sit on the side of the stadium where the sun just bakes you yep. for the entire game, depending on the time of the day. But, yeah, it's a very good facility. Uh, I did some productive stuff this weekend, but I also did something that I've been told – that I should do for a long time and I haven't done. I watched the first of three movies, which I guess it's a trilogy, but I watched the first John Wick oh, movie. Oh, yes. Love Wick. Love Wick. The new one looks great, by the way. The new ads for the one in Paris looks, i got to be honest, got to get back in it. I thought the last two, like, they lost me a little bit. The one, the first was my favorite. Well, my, my, my mom was like, you got to watch John Wick. Everybody's told me, but then she was like, I was like, well, I don't even know. It looks like a video game. She goes, they kill his dog and he gets revenge, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, let me think about it. And it popped up. I was a, uh, I was, I was on the tread climber, and it popped. I was looking. I like to watch stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm working out at home. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll, it popped up on HBO Max. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll watch it, and I liked it. Not gonna lie. So you've watched one of three or all three? One of three. All yeah. Right. I didn't have time to watch all three. All right. Yeah. So the first one's my fave. One is good. Right. I thought two was really good. Three, to Mike's point, is really long. The ending of three right. was like, okay, right. somebody kill this guy yeah. already. Look, okay? I, like, I like a good fight scene, but if you ever watch Bruce Lee, there was an economy to the way those scenes went on. There's a, there's a fight sequence in that mirrored, it doesn't end. Yeah. It's all right already. The coolest you know? part for me in three, and I've told Mike this, is the dogs, right? And right. I, you've not seen it, so I'm not going to blow With it Halle Berry. You. But yes, right. but her dogs in, that, in, in three were just really cool. Um, and then him and his journey. But I'm a I'm a weak fan. I'm with Mike. I gotta go. See, I gotta see the fourth one. The backstory on it, real quick, is Keanu uh, Keanu uh, Reeves and his buddy. It's uh, David Leach is the stuntman slash producer. Movie. He's become a director, and they had all these ideas and things they'd never been able to do in movies before. Mm. And so that's where they put it in there. The guy that played the Russian, the first one, I love that. He goes, he killed him with a pencil. pencil. With the pencil. <laughs> he's gone too, by the way. That guy passed away. He did. He but sure a did. Great bad guy in that one too. But anyway, yeah. yeah. 
Can't wait. But the new, I just the saw the, the trailer for the new one looks awesome. Well, I was surprised when Theon Greyjoy was in there. I was like, you're not yeah. Russian. Well, that was before we knew right. him in Game of Thrones. Was right. it now? No, I think it was parallel. I think it was parallel. Yeah, because yeah. that came out, what, 2012, somewhere around there? I think he was already, I think he was, he was still, he was doing both. Was, I did not know him either right. as that character. And then I, once I watched it again, I realized it was him. But I did not realize it was him in, in Game of Thrones. The sequence in the nightclub is one of the coolest sequences. Just the way the whole, the, the, the cinematography of it. I mean, like, like, what's gung fu, they call it, right? The way they shoot, the way they all do the whole thing. Very yeah, cool. I enjoyed it. It was well done. So, yeah, I just figured I've had people on me about it. I mean, Arch has even gotten on to me about it. you got to watch John Wick. And I'm like, nah, it looks stupid. It looks like a video game. Yeah, so 2014. So when did Game of Thrones start? Uh, 2011, right? I think. Okay. 2010, something so, like that. And I don't know if we were familiar with this character. So 14 is when the first Wick came out. But, yeah, man, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Check out the other two and let us know what you mm-hmm. think. Oh, well, uh, probably, um, probably over the weekend. But uh, I'm definitely going to. All right. So I don't. I know Mike is our hockey expert on Dukes and Bell. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, there's been a, a firing that happened mm-hmm. with Vancouver. And um, well, you think you guys say I butcher names? Fox Five DC reported Fox on the Five. DC. Fox Five DC, not not Atlanta. Oh, right, oh okay. Fox Five DC. Bruce right. Boudreaux getting fired. Well, I don't know. You you tell me, Chris. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Duffin <laughs> was hired as Boudreau's replacement. <laughs> uh, Bruce Boudreau, everybody. Canucks. Canucks. Yes, Canucks. Canucks. No, that's Canucks. No, no. it's Canucks. Uh, but you know what? She just kept going. I mean, she didn't know, or, or they hadn't told her. Or what? I don't know what the circumstances were. Fox. But well, they didn't tell her, and she kept moving. Apparently, they didn't tell the next hour, because uh, Chris doesn't have this part, but there, she she came back the next hour and read the same report, and she still pronounced them the Canucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you might if you're going to do the story, you try to get it right, especially on TV, right, Mike? Bruce Boudreaux from the Canucks. <laughs> well, Boudreaux. Boudreaux. I mean, I guess he's it's an honest one. Oh, yeah. And he was, if memory serves me, he's the one that was coaching the Caps when uh, when they finally got the championship. They finally got the cup. Stanley Cup. Last time. They, yes. Only time for the, yeah. for the, uh, yeah, for the, for those guys. Anyway, but uh, good one, uh, Bo. That's funny. All right, real quick. Shannon Sharp had a bad moment. Skip. Friday night. Um, Skip. He, he's, he's a guy that has been very open about fans purchasing tickets, doesn't give you a right to say mm-hmm. and act however you want at games, which I, 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 100% agree with that. But he came on the court after jawing with Dylan uh, Brooks. Steven Adams almost – that would have been that would have been fun to watch because Steven Adams is a big dude. Yes, he is. But mm-hmm. I got on Shannon on Twitter this weekend. I had it – I was into it with some listeners and some uh, Twitter followers. You went after Shannon? I went after Shannon. Skip. Don't be a hypocrite. Skip. And I got to give Shannon some props. Because he came on this morning uh, on his whatever his show's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he immediately made this right, and I commend him for this. Chris, can we hear a little bit? As you probably have heard or have seen Friday night um, at the Lakers game, I want to apologize for my behavior. Um, you know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. (laughs) Instead, I turned the temperature up. 
and I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buzz, the Buzz family. I apologize for any harm or unwanted attention that I brought to your organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television because that's not what you paid for and that's not what you tuned in to watch. Shannon Sharp should have been mentioned as, a, as someone that was at the game, not someone that let his emotions run high and get out of hand. Okay. I mean, you can't argue with anything he said there. He de-owned it. He went on for another minute and a half. He thanked his stylist. I mean, he thanked every – or apologized, I should I said, say. Goofy-looking sweater that dude was wearing. I'm sorry about that. I, I, he, he, that stylist needs to apologize to him for that thing. My, my question for you guys isn't should he – was he in the wrong? We all know he was in the wrong. He knows he's in the wrong. Should he been allowed back courtside after? You the, and I would not have been. Right. You and I would not not have been. Now, I say that. Maybe if it was Mike and I at a Hawks game, maybe we would have. Right. But probably not, okay? And here's the other part of this. I appreciate Shannon apologizing, but I got to tell you guys something. This was everywhere. This is great exposure. Some would say it was a, uh, it was a calculated move because he had been talking noise about Memphis. And, he's, and, he's, he talked noise yeah, about because Memphis Memphis, for a long time. Memphis always talks about their legacy and their dad. They're like, you got to win a championship first, guys. But they, they talk a lot of smack in Memphis, and they had some amazing win streaks this year. But it was a bit, you could argue, some skeptics would say it was a bit calculated. Sit court side, next thing you know, uh, you know John Moran's dad's oh, so involved. You, you're saying it was a WWE move. Well, their entire show was a WWE I move. mean, I, I don't know if it was that. I do think that he's right about the temperature. It got real for a second. If you watch the video, you guys, this is the funniest part. My boy sent this to me, and he says, who are these three guys that come out of nowhere as Shannon is beefing now with the Memphis Grizzlies? There are three brothers that run, literally, and mm-hmm. they come up, and I'm like, who are these guys, and whose side are they on? You don't know who's who in these well, the arenas. Vide- the videographer for Memphis starts to grab Adams much the way – that, no, no, uh, no. I'm talking about these guys okay. are like behind Shannon okay. Sharp, and it's almost like they if it's going back? no, no, it's almost like if it's going down, I know somebody on the Grizzlies, and it's about to be on. Okay, that might have been the thing that made me laugh was it was a videographer for the that's who he describes a little guy, and he's in there trying to hold Stephen Adams back. Can't do it. And it, remember when Van Gundy grabbed Alonzo Mourning with yeah. a mixer playing the heat? That's like he's mopping the floor with him. It reminded me of that. Now the big question everybody's asking if it actually had gone down. Would Adams have stood a chance against Shannon Sharp? Obviously, big reach advantage for Adams. Yeah. Or Shannon Sharp would have kicked Adams. Uh, are you, dude? All right, look, look. Stephen Adams might be a basketball player. He's a huge he human being. He's a big man. So six eleven, two fifty. He's, he's listed. It. Yeah, but I got to, I got to tell y'all something though. Shannon is strong as hell. Yes. <laughs> okay. You and I have seen Shannon in the gym here in Atlanta. I'm just He's telling yeah. you. Yeah. I'm not Carved saying Stephen, Stephen Adams would have just manhandled him. I'm just telling you, he would have wrapped him up. And they would have been wrestling into the into the, the first two aisles, man. That's, that's all I think. It would have been a fun battle because I have I've saw Shannon when you like Mike said, and when he's still living here, ran into him at uh, Kroger one day. Dude, why aren't you still playing? Yeah, he's he's fit. It, There's but, no doubt. But it, uh, yeah, that would have been fun to watch. All right, I just uh, but I, I do. I'm glad he apologized. I to, am too to, to answer your question because we don't get enough of that. Like, hey, I acted a fool. It got crazy because the part where you know I bet you won't right. when he's talking to T. Morant, which is Jaw's dad. That, that amped it up because now Ja's like, oh, you're talking to my dad and then his teammates. It got carried away, but nobody got hurt, and that's the good news. But if that's you and me, we're ejected from the stadium and subject to arrest. Well, and, and I know we got to go. Depends on your star. Well, Depends on your star. That's the thing that bothered me is they asked LeBron, and he's like, oh, he's got Shannon's back. Didn't you have an Instagram model kicked out of in a game here in Atlanta because <laughs> you didn't like what she said? So yeah, she was overserved. All of a sudden now you can't have it? Get real, LeBron. All right, guys. <laughs> 
As always, you want the real deal? It's the fire sharp from the W Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Now it's spicier. Get over to WSauce.com. You find a retailer near you, or you can order it on Amazon. And mm. don't forget, my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company at GeorgiaHempCompany.com. Use the code SQUIDBILLY10 for 10% off your CBD today. Turtle, hit Mr. Squid's music. Coming up, what does the video really tell us? We're going to talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 